0: Hi guys! This is Shauna Lay. I haven't recorded an episode in so long. Life and work got ahead of me. But I am back with you today. And I want to talk today about selling. And I know that everybody says, I don't, I'm not good at selling or I don't like to be sold, which is true. Because I don't like to be sold either. But Everybody in life is doing some sort of selling, whether you're getting somebody to buy into your ideas, or you're getting somebody to buy into the fact of what restaurant you want to go to and why. I mean, everything that you want to do, unless you have somebody that's super easygoing and then they just give you whatever you want, um, everything is real. life is about selling, selling your ideas, selling your wants, selling your desires, selling everything right because essentially unless you're doing things by yourself all the time you're going to have other people with you and so you need to convince others why they should do what you're doing or why we should do it together and you know there are some people that look at things with the glass half full and there are others that look at the glass half empty and so For some people who are like, oh, I'm not good at selling. I'm so terrible at it. I always think to myself, the best way to sell to someone, anyone, is to try and understand what this person wants and what they need and how that corresponds to you and what you want and what you need. So say for instance, If you take off your shoes and you put on their shoes, what kind of questions do you need to ask to figure out what they're looking for? And then for selling, not everything is gonna be a close because not everyone is a real buyer. This goes for selling things, tangible things like homes and cars and furniture or whatever you can touch and feel another thing is if you're selling portfolios money management you know why would they why would they choose you why would they choose your firm what is your track record all things like that what do they need what did they not get from the previous person what are some of their fears that they have what are some of You know, um, what are their trigger points? So I'm super fascinated by psychology and why people do what they do and why they don't do what they do. And so because that all translates into selling and in order for you to be a good, not necessarily salesperson, but in order for you to be good at sales, you need to be able to identify if this person, if they're a real buyer or if they're not. And you need to figure out, okay, if they are a real buyer, what are their wants? What are their needs? And what were they lacking? And what is their timeline? Because everybody has different life scenarios that go that go on, right? Because not everybody is willing to pull the trigger right now. And if they're not ready to pull the trigger right now. Yeah, figure out why they're not ready to pull the trigger right now. And not think about, oh, I need the sale right now. Don't think about yourself. Think about yourself as almost like you're mining. You're mining. You're mining for the sale. You're figuring out, how many people do I need? In order to get the next sale you're figuring out okay well if I go through this many people and then of I don't know ten people in total there were three possible sales but then technically there really wasn't because the other two people they're not ready to pull the trigger right now for life scenarios or for timelines so technically there's only one person and then you need to be able to identify who that one person is so another thing that goes beyond the strategy of a sale is who you are as a person. What type of energy are you projecting? Are you talking to them on the phone? Are you in person with them? If you're in person, if you could step out of your body, I want you to genuinely, if you could step out of your body, I want you to think to yourself, would I like me? Would I buy from me? I don't care if you need to look in front of the mirror and test out your scripts or do whatever you need to do in order to figure out would I buy from me and why would I buy from me? You know, everybody talks about, oh, I don't like the pushy salesperson. Nobody likes the pushy salesperson. Nobody likes the person that is like, hey, you want to buy from me today? I'm going to call you tomorrow. And I'm going to call you the next day. I'm going to call you four times the following day. And then I'm going to call you six times. It's like, stop, okay? Now you just went from being persistent to being annoying. You're like a little gnat flying in the air. And I just want you to go away. And I think that a lot of people feel that way, not just myself. So because I know that that is personally an irritant for me, I try not to do that. I think that persistence is important. You know, follow up is important, but you need to be able to also be respectful to people and kind of treat them the way that you would want to be treated as kind of cliche and and silly as that sounds. But you you need to show persistence in your follow up, but also know that, okay, maybe you should space it out a little bit. You haven't gotten a response the next day. The following day, you didn't get a response. The following day, you didn't get a response. And then maybe when you do get a response, after that aggressive follow-up technique, you might get a bad response. I've seen it firsthand where people get so upset and they're like, take me off your your email list. Uh, don't call me anymore. Why are you calling me? Stop. Calling. And I get it. I totally get it why people get so upset. But for some reason, some people still buy into that method and it's really not successful. But going back to energy. So I'm a very spiritual person, spiritual, a lot of energy kind of person. And whoever it is that you are, is what you attract. So even if you're selling to someone who is naturally very guarded, but you're friendly and personable, and you're knowledgeable, and they see you as an expert in what it is that you're you're doing, if that is a possible sale, they're still gonna start to lower down their guard because your energy and your charisma and your personality and your ease of being. And when I say ease of being, I mean like instead of calling someone and sounding like a salesperson, why don't you call someone and sound like their friend? And when I was training one of our associates, and we were going through we're going through everything, and she was did a really good job. Um, You know, I was telling her, okay, now you got it. Now you got the dialogue. Now you got all the information. Okay, keep that in the back of your mind. Now talk to me like I'm your friend. Just talk to me like you're, I'm like, you know, if you were showing me this apartment and I'm your friend, just talk to me. Don't sell me on something. Talk to me and give me the right information that I need in order to make the best decision. And then as she started getting it, she was understanding. She's like, okay, and you know, everything is a work in progress. And that's why really good companies have really good training. Chase, for instance, has amazing training because they go through these role plays. And I think that role plays are super important because you don't want to practice on your customers or your potential clients unless you're an expert already but if you're not an expert and you're not tweaking your sales pitch or whatever it may be you definitely don't want to go ahead and practice on your potential clients because it's just not it's just it's it's really difficult to try and hit a home run if you've never hit a baseball or if you kind of hit a baseball or you slightly hit like midfield in a baseball but you never hit a home run before then you can't possibly expect to do that the first time around so anyways I was telling her, talk to me like I'm your friend. Just talk to me like I'm your friend. Sell me this apartment. Give me all the information that I need. Sell me without selling me. And she got it. And then when we had our showing, she did so, I was so proud of her. She did so well on the showing because the buyers felt at ease. And when people feel at ease, that's when their guards come down. That's when that's when you build trust. You know, it's a combination between being extremely knowledgeable, being friendly, being personable, and not selling them, but actually having a little bit of empathy and putting on their shoes and thinking about, well, why would they buy here? Or why would they buy this? Or why would they buy into that? And so... I think that a lot of, a lot of selling is a part of taking off your shoes and putting on somebody else's and seeing what type of value that you can give them while also being very personable, having great energy. And even if you're dealing with somebody who is negative, sometimes the less you say it, the better. If you have a negative Nancy, then It's really difficult to sell a negative Nancy. If they think that I'm just... Because I sell apartments. I'm just going to give you an apartment example. I had a client that came in. And she was like... I don't like this kitchen. I don't know why they built the kitchen that way. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know why they built the kitchen that way. Residential is a very emotional thing. And if that's not something that's for you, then... The good thing is that we have other units for you to see that hopefully that you're gonna like oh i don't like this layout this layout doesn't work for me okay perfect let's move to the next one don't try and win an argument with somebody that is so fixated on how it is that they feel because they're the person that is executing and unless it's something that's very logical like oh no the market is terrible well i mean in some cases yes the market is terrible but we kind of need to go a little bit more micro from the macro like macro yes the market is a little bit terrible but you're a buyer so that's very advantageous for you so let's go into where you are and see how everything is being affected so how that can benefit you right and if you're not if you're not talking about something like that that's based upon facts you're talking about like a layout of a unit oh there's not enough sun this apartment is so dark it's horrible i hate it well obviously you just learned that this person likes a bright apartment in a better layout okay no problem but never try to prove somebody or convince them otherwise because you're not gonna win that argument, and you're not gonna build rapport with this person in a good way. They'll respect you more for respecting what it is that they think, what it is that they want, what it is that they're looking for. And so when, you, when you're selling something, and you use your analyzing, you use your understanding of body language. You ask the right questions. And you're a nice person. Nice person doesn't mean you need to be super nice or flamboyant or over and extra. No, just be normal. Personable. That's when people start to gravitate towards you. That's when you start being able to sell things other people can't sell. When you finally understand, would I buy for myself? Would I genuinely buy for myself? And if you have bad energy that day, I don't care what you need to do to fix that energy, but you need to do something because if you have bad energy, you trying to sell that day, good luck. Good luck and given we all don't have great days in fact there are days when i'm just like all i want to do is be on the beach right now give me my virgin pina colada and i just need i need sunshine because you know life is stressful right um but if you are selling that day you need to have good energy you attract better people you know you uh, you uh, you just you attract more of everything into your life because like attracts like people attract who it is that they are so if you want more people to gravitate towards you you need to be a person that you would gravitate to i know it sounds silly it does and it takes effort but You know, people think that positivity is just this like, woo thing in the air, and it's not. If you look at the people who constantly draw other people into them, it's because that person either has, adds tremendous value and is an expert in their field, or that person is very charismatic, very likable, very personable, very relatable. And... Just because you don't have certain qualities in yourself, doesn't mean that you can't develop them. I'm constantly, if you could look at my bookshelf, because I'm so fast, I love learning. Love, love, love learning. So if you could look at my bookshelf, everything is based on sales, negotiation, um, body language, building rapport, leadership, strategy and then I have my positive thinking because not every day is a positive day but generally speaking I am a pretty positive person and I have all of those things because they help you to grow and evolve as a person and even though we technically become who we hang around with Because maybe you're thinking to yourself, Oh, Shana, well, I don't have great people to teach me. And I can respect that because it's not like I had super, super amazing people to teach me either. But that's why I think that books are super important. Books are extremely important because you get to learn and grow beyond your social circle on things that maybe you haven't thought about, you know, maybe you think that you're good in, or you're good with people, right, which is some of the reasons why people get into real estate, oh, I'm, I'm good with people, but usually they're not, because there's so many different types of people, and I think that it should be restated into, I enjoy dealing with people, Which is not really true either because there are so many different types of people. So it should be a a different statement that says, I enjoy dealing with people that I really want to deal with, which is everybody, right? But the question is, how do you communicate effectively with everyone? By constantly gauging and constantly shifting and asking the right questions and changing the strategy and feeling the conversation or feeling and noticing the body language and sometimes just letting things go because not everybody is a chatterbox not everybody is super quiet not everybody will indicate to you whether something is a sale or it's not a sale i had this one guy who came to our building resident now he I thought definitely that there was no deal. We saw a couple apartments. I think that showing was maybe seven minutes, maybe. He was like the fastest thing ever. And then he came back three days later with his broker. I was shocked. I was like, oh, hi, nice to see you again. He's like, oh yeah, I really like this uh, building. I'm like, oh, okay, great. He's like, "This is my broker." I'm like, "Oh, hi. Nice to meet you." And so as we went through, his broker kept saying, "You know so and so. We've looked at a lot of apartments. And this is nothing like what you told me that you wanted." He's like, "Oh, yeah, I know." And then <laughs> and then his his broker was like flabbergasted he was like, but are you sure? And he was like, yep, I'm sure. So even though sometimes things may not seem like or even seems like and then isn't, sometimes there's those wild cards that just come out and gives you a little shocker. But everything else If you try and ask the right questions, if you show persistence but not in an annoying way, if you have good energy and are knowledgeable about what it is that you're doing, selling becomes easy. And everything is based upon what you believe. So if you constantly believe I'm terrible at sales, people don't like me, I'm not good at it, then how do you expect to be any better? But if you're like, I could be better at sales. I'm going to try and be better. How can I be better? What can I change? How can I tweak this? And you seek out for help, either help from people, mentors, help from books. On sales because there's are like 80 trillion sales books if you constantly look to improve in something that you really want to improve and you put genuine effort into it you're gonna be better you are hundred percent gonna be better but it takes effort effort in everything In order to be successful at something, you must place effort, genuine effort and time into being better. And you must believe that you are capable of being better. Because if not, if you're like, if you have the mentality like, I am terrible at sales, but I'm going to try, but you still have like this negative, I don't know what you would call it, you have like this negative energy. And then you read some books and you watch some tutorials and maybe you ask some people, but then you constantly follow up with the, oh, but it works for them because they're just good with people. It's like, okay, never go into something without your heart behind it, without feeling good behind it, because then it's not going to work because you will not let it work. So if you want something to work, your heart needs to be in it, your mind needs to be in it, and you just need to think to yourself, even though I'm not the best at it, I'm going to try and I'm going to work and I'm going to push until I'm the best at it. I'm genuinely going to keep trying until I'm the best at it. And it doesn't mean that I'm gonna not going to fail or I'm Failure. I don't even like that word failure because technically, failure is only something when you decide you are a failure when you decide to throw in the towel. You're like, I'm done. That's it. I don't want to do anymore. Okay. And then you look at yourself. You're like, oh, did I win or did I fail? I threw in a towel. Therefore, I failed. But if you're constantly working at it, working at it, you want to be better at it and you never throw in the towel, but you make some mistakes here and there, you're not a failure. You're just a work in progress. And if you're a work in progress, that's great. Because then your gears are always turning, you're moving. And you're like, I'm going to get better, I'm going to get better, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better. And you know what? At the end of the day, it's being better and that constant movement of evolving and learning. That is what scientists have said, studies have shown is what gives us the most fulfillment. So I wanted to record this to help you guys be better at sales, to be better at selling because selling is a part of life. And you may not be selling something that's tangible. You could be selling an idea. You could be trying to get people to want to go to the restaurant that you want to go to, trying to get people to want to go on a trip. If you are with other people and you want to do something and you want other people to be on board with you, honey, that is selling, okay? So if you have the mentality of I'm not good in sales, change your mind. You'll change your reality. Do the right things that you need to do in order to change, which is learning, which is growing, which is seeking out mentors, which is reading books, which is listening to podcasts, which is using Google, I swear. Google is my favorite. There should be a Google University. For all the questions that I have possibly Googled on a daily basis, whether pertinent or just ridiculous questions where I'm like, I, I wonder what this question is. Where I was talking to someone yesterday and we were talking about, this is like fully left field. We are talking about breastfeeding or being bottle fed. And how they were talking to somebody who said that he felt rejected because he was bottle fed. I'm like, wow, that's really fascinating. I just, out of curiosity, I just want to do a little bit of research to find out if that's the truth or not because I think that that would be really interesting to know so it was like 12 30 when this thing hit my head and I was, and I was just thinking okay 12 30 is a little late to go down a rabbit hole or something like this but google is amazing anything that you want to find out and you want to learn you just google it or you can even go on instagram I love instagram too these are all These are all learning tools. We have, there is no reason why today, 2019, people should not be significantly more intelligent because of our access to information. Today is the day that we have access to so much free information for learning and for growing that the only thing that can possibly stop us is laziness. Lesson learned. Don't be lazy. So anyways, guys, I hope that you got tremendous value out of this and I hope that if you want to be better at something you will remember this podcast and you will remember some of the things that I've mentioned like if you have it in your mind and you have it in your heart you'll have it in reality so hope you guys have a great day and until next time mahalo